0: Hey guys,
1: welcome to Thought Umbrella, I'm Jared. And my name is Will, and so, um, before, <laughs> <laughs> this is super uncomfortable right well, there. hello, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> this is going well already. Um, Jared, before we get started, uh, I wanted to talk about why Thought Umbrella. This was, uh, I know it's an idea that I've sort of came up with uh, years ago at this point, but why don't you kind of unpack Thought Umbrella? umbrella.
0: Yeah. So we, we work together and, uh, one of the, the, the things that Will always does in a creative meeting, uh, when we get together and we, we start spitballing, you know, ideas and things that we can do is he, he puts his umbrella up and he says, you know, I'm, I'm, I got my umbrella up. I can say whatever I want and you can't make fun of me. (laughs) Uh, and, and it really is a really cool tool, um, because, you know, so often we won't say something because we're afraid that it's a dumb idea or, you know, it'll get made fun of. And so, it's just this little thing where you can break the ice and say, you know, I'm going to say something. You go ahead and make fun of me. You go ahead and think what you want, but you have to keep it to yourself because you have to just judge the idea. Don't judge me. Judge the idea. <laughs> right.
1: And this is really one of those things where, as we sort of joked about it over the years, it's kind of filtered into every area of our lives. Whenever we have a, an idea about something, we just kind of throw up the umbrella and say, all right, I'm just going to say what I'm thinking. And, uh, you know.
0: Yeah. Don't hurt my feelings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and it's, it's kind
0: of been this thing that, uh, everybody on our team now does it. Mm-hmm. And so it's, uh, it's kind of contagious because it's a little freeing sometimes just to put up the thought umbrella and Absolutely. to just spitball on something, no matter
1: how crazy it is. And, uh, so in, in the spirit of, of, of that, we thought, you know, it'd be a cool idea to, uh, get our thoughts out on a platform like this. Yeah. And so that's kind of where, where thought umbrella came from.
0: And, uh, I guess uh, we were kicking around like, what are we going to talk about today? You know, what's our thought? And usually uh, we, we begin with, we've been doing some dry runs on this without the camera. And so we start talking about one thing and it kind of turns into another. And so, um, you know, I had this thought uh, the other morning uh, that was um, just because you're doing something for a long time doesn't necessarily make it right. It just makes it a habit. Um, and, and and sometimes you can even get like a group of people and, and they've been doing something for a long time together. And, and we see this throughout culture. We see this throughout you know, the workplace. We see this th- throughout personal lives um, where where we just assume because it's what we've always done that it's the right thing or it's proper or whatever. But a lot of times talking creatively here, is that a word?
1: Creatively. Cre-
0: yeah, that one. When, when we think creatively, we... <laughs> I don't think that's a word (laughs) when we think creatively, we, uh, we, we sometimes find ourselves butting up against the, the notion of, well, we ain't never done it that way before. It's always been whatever.
1: So, so I mean, so why things that when we've done things for a long time and they become habits, I think the reason why we keep doing those things and the reason why they're habits is because they're comfortable. They're, they're, uh, they're easy to keep doing. Um, there's, if you've done it for a long time, there's no, you don't have to worry about failure or anything like that. Like it's a, it's a comfortable, easy thing to keep doing what we've always done. You you said the F word. Failure. Failure. Yeah. That, that, is, that is an F word. It
0: is. And that, that's, that's sometimes the big one. We were just talking about this with a young man this morning, uh, trying to coach him along with some stuff. And, and the thing that we were trying to really get across to him is that, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't mean you failed. Like, like as you propose these ideas, as we go through whatever we're going to go through with you, we're going to not tear you apart. We're going to tear the idea apart because we want to make it good. And it's failure is not a bad thing. And, and this is a thing that's been hard for me. Um, I, my background is failure means you're not good enough. You need to get out. You need to stop doing what you're doing. But luckily the place that we're both at right now, doing what we do, um, our, our, our top guy says all the time,
1: if you're, you're going to fail, if you're, if you're doing something, that's his attitude. Yeah. Um, I think, um, I think if you're not failing, then you're, you're obviously not trying anything new. And so I think, um, that, uh, that fear of failure, um, can sometimes be very, very crippling, but it also is an indicator of growth. Mm -hmm. And if we're not, failing we're not we're not growing and i think one of the keys to that though is to fail quickly yeah. <laughs> and and when you fail failing quickly learning how to recognize those failures and use them use them as a positive, use them as a as a springboard to the next to the yeah. next thing. Well, and
0: and and I shared this with you today, and I share it with you all the time. My my brother told me some great advice one time. He's like, uh, nobody wants to tackle the naked man, <laughs> and and so <laughs> explain what that means for me because <laughs> I don't want to tackle a naked man. Well, nobody <laughs> does, and and that's the point. So uh, I was always afraid of failure, and so I would let that fear of failure or trying to cover up the failure or trying to never fail. Be the thing that I focused on the most, and so if anybody would bring anything to me, um, hey, you did whatever, or this didn't happen, or you totally, you just dropped the ball here. I would right. immediately go into defense mode, and I would try to find a reason for it. And and if if your higher ups are bringing that to you, that they they'd not they're not looking for a a you know
1: some sort of defensive statement because they already know what's happened or what hasn't happened. How do you how do you? how do you create a culture where failure is uh, not only acceptable, but also um, seen in a positive light? Cause I think a, a lot of places I've been at failure is yeah. always a negative thing. Yeah. So how, how do you create that culture?
0: Gosh, I, 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 you know, I, I don't, I don't know if we're in that culture totally. Uh, we're, you know, but I think that um, some of the things that we see day-to-day right now are the most failure-friendly of any place I've ever been. Uh, and That's some, a double F word. <laughs> but I think, uh, I think the big thing is, first of all, it's going to happen. Secondly, it's not, it doesn't mean it's the end. It's just you've, you either found a way that isn't going to work or um, maybe you found a, 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 that the idea doesn't really have as much merit as you thought it does that it did. And so you need to use the failure. If you want to even think of it as failure as this thing to, to launch pad you into another direction, or, um, you know, if you did mess up, say it's, it is legitimate failure. Um, you need to go ahead and say, yeah, you're right. I did. I dropped the ball. I did this. And that's what the whole naked man thing is. I, I absolutely did. How can you help me with whatever I see that it happened? I don't like that. It happened. Um, I'm with you yeah, you're right. And instantly owning it quickly. Yeah. Instantly, you're not trying to be defensive. You're cause it happened. They're coming to you because it happened. They don't need to hear the defense. They just need to either have it corrected or, or whatnot. So if you immediately own up to it and you say, you're right, I did this. Um, you know, now don't own up to something you didn't do. That's, that's even worse. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but, uh, so I think the, the whole failure thing, it's, um, it's one it's not it's not that's why we're putting the umbrella up because sometimes they're just critical of the idea, not necessarily of what you did. Now if it's a job performance thing or you just didn't go to work today, that's a failure that right. That's a different type of failure.
1: That's that's laziness. So so let's let's backtrack. Like so back to your original your original statement. Um this idea that that uh things we've always done that are habits, that how how does failure work with this whole idea of, of things we've always done turning into bad habits.
0: I think habits are, they're a safe place. Um, That's the reason they're a habit is because they're a thing that uh, we, we know we've done before. It's either felt good or, or yielded some sort of result and whatever that is for, you know, positive or negative, we go back to it for a particular thing. And, and I think there's a, a safety aspect there that, um, we, we continue to go back for.
1: Right. Which, which we've already established in that safety. There is, there is no growth. Right. And, um, or know, the potential for there to be no growth. Yeah.
0: I think, I think you're right. I think it, the, uh, the growth happens kind of on that, that line between what I know I can do and what I think I might be able to, or, Oh, that's a good word. Yeah. You know, it, because we talk about that all the time. Um, like we'll, we'll work on a really creative project and we'll get it out and uh, people look at it and say, wow, that was awesome. How'd you guys do that? And we're like, we have no idea. <laughs> we can tell you the steps. But when we sat down and looked at it, we were like, how are we going to pull this thing off? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it is big. It's sometimes it's bigger than us. Sometimes it takes stepping back, learning something or asking for help.
1: Well, there, there really is a lot of truth and 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 in the saying, you know, surround yourself with people that are better than you at mm-hmm. what you're currently doing or what you're trying to, to do. Because I think at least for me, you've been that for me in, in several areas. And so, um, it's, it's forced me to step up my game, uh, with, with work.
0: <laughs> it's so weird for me to hear you say that because, uh, Will, uh, has been in that mentor role for me for years and years and years. Uh, I came up underneath him, and so he's the guy that kind of he was out there. I was chasing after him, and so for you to say that back to me <laughs> makes me feel
1: really good. But uh, it, it's well, a, a little backstory on that. In in, <laughs> in our career, we 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 deal exclusively with the Adobe Creative Suite, and yeah. um, and and when I met Jared, um, we Illustrator, Adobe Illustrator was the way things were were going, yeah. and. That was the skill set that we needed to learn for the, for the way that things were going in our, in our jobs at the time. And so, um, when I moved on from that job, Jared stuck with the illustrator (laughs) thing and I, I stopped using it completely.
0: I thought that's (laughs) what you were doing. So I just kept using it and I just kept using it until I got good at it. So
1: I I dove into the Photoshop, uh, side of things and, and premiere. And so now that we're back working together, um, I think like the first thing I said to you was like, Hey, I finally figured out illustrator.
0: Let me show you. You're like, Oh good. Because I never figured never it out that anymore. I spent years chasing you and you were never even going down that trail. <laughs> right. So. so,
1: so what's cool about it now is, is in our respective roles, you know, Jared lives in an illustrator, a whole lot more. I stay in Photoshop and premiere and that sort of thing. And so as we're working on projects together, um, those sets, you know, kind of, we get to spitball those back and forth, yeah. which has made me a better designer, uh, over the long haul for sure. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's a, that's been a really nice thing is to
0: have another creative person, uh, in close vicinity so you can at least bounce ideas back. And, and I definitely do think you're right that, that having that, that person that you kind of sharpens you, you know, it's that whole iron sharpens iron thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's, that's been really nice. But I think as far as, uh, doing something the same way over and over doesn't make it right. It makes it a habit. Uh, I think a lot of times too, um, and, and, and this, I, I don't mean this to be, um, pushy or, or negative, but I think sometimes when we step into leadership, we can hide behind the, well, we've always done it this way and it's always worked mentality. Um, but I think that there's sometimes, um, uh, para- when we reach a different paradigm, you know, it, it requires a different set of, of, kind of operating parameters
1: and perspectives.
0: Yeah. And so outlook, what you've always done probably isn't going to work. And, and we've been dealing with that recently trying to figure out, we've been given a lot of leeway in trying to develop this next step as, as we are, our, um, our whole team goes into a different paradigm is like, we have to really figure out the way this is going to work, how are we are going to be creative together? Um, you know, trying to solve some really complex things that they may really be simple once we get to the other side. But right now, We've never done it before, right? And so we're trying to fight habit.
1: Uh, that being said, um, uh, the only thing constant is change. I mean, you've heard that. Yeah. That being said, though, um, when you find a good thing, is it okay to run with it? How do you know it's a good thing? I, I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's really the
0: crux of it, though. Is is what is good. And what is beneficial? I mean, maybe that's a better question because I think a lot of times you can get bogged down in the conversation of whether or not this is a good thing.
1: And and, and
0: there are a lot of things that are good things, but not all things are beneficial to where you're going.
1: Right, well, I think that at, at that point, though, you have to really dig in deep and ask some really tough questions about what your your goals are as a, as an individual, as an organization, as a team. Like, what yeah. what is it that we're trying to accomplish? What's the... What's the win? You'll probably hear us talk about this a lot. We talk about value systems and wins yeah. a lot, and, and so I think. W- well, and when
0: we say win, we don't mean like a final destination. Like you got there, you crossed the finish line, you're done.
1: The win is more like success, and then how and it's do you really the definition, like win. your personal definition of yeah. success, like your, your mission statement for your yourself, for your team, yeah. for your organization, whatever that is. It's really a very specific success. It's yeah. not a generalized but but uh, it's a term,
0: but it's used in a way that it's really the lens that you look at, uh, everything you're doing and you can say, right. Will this achieve the win? And the way that it achieves the win, is that something that violates who we are as an organization and who we are individually? Because that's important. You, we don't want to get, we don't want to get to this measure of success
1: and have left just this wake of destruction. Yeah. That's a good thought. Us. Yeah. Um, so so from from that angle then, you know, it, 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 I think it's very very necessary that you define clearly what those successes, what those value systems are yeah. in determining if what you're doing is a good thing and is something that you need to repeat consistently for however however long that is. And I, and it, it may be impossible to do. I think in in our yeah. organization um you know, those changes happen probably more often than we're <laughs> than we're comfortable with. Yeah. Um and so you have to be prepared to ask those questions, you know, is this next step going to achieve the ultimate yeah. uh, goal or the ultimate success? But I
0: think um, in doing that, as we look at what is the win, what is our value system to accomplish the win, um, it, it comes back to that, we were talking about whether or not something's good. And and I right. I, I think that's probably, you're right, that's probably like, you didn't know how to answer the question because it's probably a bad question. It's really not whether or not it's good. It's, uh, is this a thing that, that is actually going to help us get to this, this win, the success. And so I think once you start looking at things from that perspective, then you can start to get out of the fear zone. And so habits not really such a big deal because you don't really have to have the safety of it. I think if you could look at it from the perspective of, well, this is a beneficial thing. It's actually going to achieve the win and it's going to do it in a way that is in totally, totally in line with who we are as an organization and who I am individually. Once you look at it that way, I think it gives you the freedom to be more creative in your solutions. And, and it gets you out of that habit out of, we've always done it this way because right. you know, you know what the end goal is, you know why you're doing it and you know the guidelines to get there. And so all of a sudden I don't have to take that same path to get there. I, I can do something totally outside the box, but as long as it doesn't violate the value system and it definitely achieves the win, I have total creativity, you know, total freedom to, to, to go in that direction that
1: way. Wow. That's a great thought. Um, did we write
0: that down? I, I don't remember what I said.
1: I don't know. We we need to write it down. Yeah.
0: Is somebody taking notes? Yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> well man i think that about sums it up yeah um, i mean that's, that's th- a great thought I, and it, it's an uncom- it's not really a finished thought
0: uh, it's definitely open and that's something that uh the is up we don't have the answers we don't really know what we're talking about so go ahead leave some comments below um thanks for listening like comment subscribe Please subscribe. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> it kind of sounds like we're begging.
1: Uh, I, mean, uh, I, mean, uh, I, mean, I mean, a little, <laughs>
0: maybe. A subscribe if you want to. I mean, it's not a big deal. I mean, they're, all the cool people are doing it, but I mean, you don't have to if you don't want to. It's just, you know, you'll have more friends if you do. Peace out. Was that offensive if I do that to people that are
1: watching in England? We apologize to England. I'm sorry, England. We didn't mean it. Thought Umbrella out with a wave.
0: Yeah, hopefully that's not offensive.